0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the return of Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games, where we throw up the X because we're about to throw down. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deering, alongside me, as always for this incarnation of Arsenal X, is the wise Wisconsinite Jesse Douglas.
1: How's it going, everyone? <laughs>
0: Well, Jesse, our uh, our our plans got delayed by one week because uh, I don't know. There was a little f- football game everybody wanted to watch last weekend. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was for
1: once, for once, New England wasn't in it, so people actually wanted to watch it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so
1: we sorry, New England fans. <laughs> no,
0: you're, no, you're not. Uh, so we delayed the we delayed the return of Arsenal X for one week and we are back. We are if you are unaware of what Arsenal X is, we are an Xbox podcast. Uh, we what we were doing uh, with the old group that we were doing stuff with, we had a Nintendo show and an Xbox show and we merged them into what everybody now knows as the boss rush podcast. And then by popular demand, we kind of trickled them back out into this new, uh group of boss rush games nintendo power block has been going for a few months now and now arsenal x has returned uh so how do
1: you how do you feel about that jesse this was uh i'm i'm excited i'm you (laughs) know like this this is uh so you know we're we're getting little tiny bits and pieces here of, of things you know about the next the next box and And uh, I'm just, I'm excited for the next generation of the consoles and especially the Xbox, you know, because that, that, you know, obviously is going to be the first one that I worry about making sure I get, you know, I would, I would like the plan is to hopefully, you know, someday get, get the, the PS5 eventually as well. But I, you know, I'm going to worry about getting the Xbox first because that's, you know, yeah, that's been my favorite for, you know since the original xbox came out so yeah uh
0: i mean same you know i mean i I do i do want to get the the playstation 5 as well at some point but uh unless it's launching with horizon or god of war i'm i'm pretty sure i'm just gonna get the the xbox series x when it comes out uh Mm -hmm. yeah we're about 10 months away from that from that launch and uh this, this seems like as good a time as any to launch an Xbox, well, relaunch our Xbox podcast. So yeah. Uh, plus, there, well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about this week anyway. So
1: yeah, and and it's just you know, like I, you guys, you guys do you know pow block and and I I love uh, you know I loved talking about Xbox and doing Arsenal X and so you know I was kind of bummed that. That we didn't have that still as well, just as much as the listeners were, you know, bummed that that we didn't have it. I, you know, I was right there, but it, you know, we had to do do what we had to do to to make sure that we had anything for you guys to listen to and stuff. So, yeah, you know, we we made some changes and we're figuring things out a little bit, you know, more and yeah, and have better plans. So
0: yeah, it. I mean, it seems like our rollout of content has been a little bit more. I would say methodical than the, uh, last time we were trying to do a whole bunch of stuff at the same time. And, you know, mm-hmm. we've, we've got a, we've got a good team and we've got a good rollout of content. And, and, you know, I think, I think we are, we're, we've got the three pillars of, of uh, with the podcasts and then, you know, some of the YouTube stuff we're, we're trying out. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the live streaming stuff, I think, uh, we're still trying to figure out that part of it but you know Mm -hmm. we are still live streaming the podcast which is something I've been wanting to get back to for a while and then you know it's uh yeah it's been it's been nuts trying to figure out how to do all this with only a couple hours a a night at most (laughs) trying to get everything kind of squared
1: away and everything so uh, yeah it's definitely it's definitely not an not an easy thing at all like we Mm -hmm. It it takes a lot of work of, you know, trying to get together and and making planning and stuff to make stuff happen. But yeah, we've we've been pretty good about being able to get things done. So we, we should be able to keep it up, I think, as long as we, you know, we're communicating and, you know, working together to make sure that, you know, that we got stuff kind of set up and figured out. So, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I... I I love doing power block during the week and then like the weekend mm-hmm. when I get to see, you know, everybody that's, that's yeah. always fun. And we've had a, a good slew of guests for, for boss rush. And I plan to do the same for, for this show, you know, have, mm-hmm. have a bunch of, because we, we have a lot of friends that do Xbox stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we've had a few guests that and have their own Xbox shows like Luke. And, and I know mm-hmm. Antonio, wants to come on from time to time and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Josh who we just had on will probably show up once or twice in the next couple of weeks. So, I mean, we, we've, we've got a plan, you know, this, this initial show is kind of like a, I don't want to say like a soft relaunch, but it is, it's, it's, you know, we do have you and me specifically Jesse. And then when, when Ray's not watching the Oscars, jerk, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, we do have a lot <laughs> planned for, <clears throat> Arsenal X specifically, you know, with with uh, Sunday night Arsenal is something that we are trying to we're we're flushing out the we're we're flushing out the the idea for that where you know Sunday night's just going to be kind of streaming games and doing the podcasts and having a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. This this show isn't really going to be like Pal Block where you know we kind of go off on tangents for two and a half hours. You know, I, I think we do kind of because we are planning to do stuff after the show. We kind of want to keep it kind of to that hour mark, hour and a half mark uh, at the most. So Mm -hmm. uh, just just because we want to stream games and kind of do our royale cheese and squad goals style stuff afterwards and kind of talk and Mm -hmm. hang out with the community and and open up a lobby to play with the community and stuff. So uh, that's that's the plan, at least. So, uh,
1: yeah. Well, and and the you know like uh, obviously like you know like we've said a million times in the past that you know like if there's a if there's a week that's like really really a big deal and there's a lot that we feel like we we want to talk about you know then obviously it it might run a little bit longer but but yeah yeah, for the most part we'd like to kind of keep it short because you know it it is a Sunday night too and. Yeah. You know, like you have to work the next, you know, tomorrow and stuff. So, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I kind of am planning on like a three, three and a half hour block of time to do a Sunday night Arsenal type thing, okay. you know, and and yeah. Uh, if as long as we start on time at like, if we start at like nine, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to start at eight thirty, but you know, I don't think that's gonna happen. I especially with my kid and mm-hmm. how she is starting to hit that phase where she doesn't want to go to bed right when we put her down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah. I I am planning on like a three, three and a half hour time block set aside for this. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it's the same for for when Ed and I have been talking about doing a Monday night Pow block stuff. Now that he's off on Monday nights, we're going to move Pow block to Monday nights live stream. <laughs> and then I think we're going to my plan is to uh, release Boss Rush on Tuesday, like we have been, Arsenal X on Wednesday, and Pow Block on Thursday on podcast feeds and on, okay. on YouTube and our website and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the plan. And then obviously Friday will be whatever show is scheduled that week for the the second show on the Boss Rush podcast feed. Uh, mm-hmm. So standard def or, or 1v1
1: i was thinking too we could probably uh maybe tomorrow mention something more if you want to to uh kayla and see if they they're interested in like one of these weekends doing another uh uh after dark yeah yeah i've we've me and
0: her been talking about it we're we're trying to get something scheduled so uh,
1: okay yeah yeah because that We've, will be fun too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's always on the plan too. So, uh <laughs> I, I like I like hanging out with them and, and doing that. So, uh, that's yeah. that is the plan. So, uh yeah, just to give everybody an update on on what we're kind of thinking with this and and the live streams and kind of the archive shows and cuz we kind of we're kind of thinking like Royalities and squad goals are going to be the streaming segments of of this and then you'll see the archive streams on our YouTube page at some point during, during the week. But, uh, I think our pillar is uh, like of our kind of quote unquote business model. If you want to call it that right now, podcasts are clearly the bread and butter. And Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like the live stream stuff is kind of where we're kind of focusing and like the YouTube stuff's going to be supplemental. Uh, you know, obviously you're going to see all the video, uh, shows there, like our video podcasts and, and whatever extra stuff we do. But, uh, I kind of feel like the live stream shows are going to be kind of where we're kind of aiming to move forward with. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we're planning. So uh, I'm going to, Head into some of this housekeeping that we have for, for Arsenal X. Arsenal X is now on Boss Rush Games. Uh, it is our Xbox podcast. You can find us live on Mixer and Twitch at Boss Rush Games Live on Sunday nights, along with some fun multiplayer games afterwards. Like I mentioned, uh, Royale with Cheese, which is the uh, battle royale stuff that we've been, that we used to do. And then Squad Goals, obviously, our co op where we kind of play through games and uh, invite the community in to play with us if, if you guys are willing so that'll be fun uh if you can't join us live no big deal you can find our show on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify youtube and other podcast apps to listen to on wednesdays at 7 a.m eastern time Uh, all of our content is also available on bossrushgames.com so we would really appreciate if you would go to our website as well to check it out Uh, you can also watch our live shows there at uh bossrushgames.com slash subscribe through our twitch channel uh, but you can also join us on Mixer and Twitch, uh, our Twitch channels as well at Boss Rush Games Live. Uh, so really excited for that. Uh, I think that's, that's kind of about it for housekeeping. Uh, we're going to get into what we've been playing or as Ed coined it back in the day, what's in our arsenal. So Jesse, <laughs> I'm going to start with you. What's, what's been in your arsenal? What are you playing?
1: So, um, for the most part, I've just still been kind of uh, picking away at, at Anthem and and enjoying that. So it, I'm, you know, like I said on on Boss Rush, I've been enjoying it. I I like the changes that they've made to it since launch. Um, the game doesn't feel impossible to do by yourself. I think they may have scaled that back a little bit, or maybe it's just because my you know my I've leveled up enough to the point of where I've gotten where it's not, like, that much of a of a hassle to try to go against a bunch of enemies by myself. <clears throat> but I, I feel like, like I can take more damage and things like that. Um, and I'm not, like... I'm not just getting, you know, wasted right away by, by like, the turrets and things that they have around. So, um, yeah, I mean... I'm I'm loving playing it and I'm I'm enjoying it and you know looking forward to trying to to upgrade everything and and uh, try to you know get better weapons and and you know really f- find out like what what kind of new stuff like I'd, that I don't have that I'll be able to get because like like Destiny it has like the, the weapons that are that are uh, like the yellow Color or whatever that are like super rare, mm-hmm. like the you know the the legendary or whatever in in Destiny, and so far the only one I've got is the one that I got when I, uh, when I because I had uh, bought the game or, um, or maybe because I pre-ordered it or something like that, um. So, so yeah, I I've yet to see any of that kind. Of, I I haven't even seen the the purple levels of the of the guns yet so so yeah so there's there's still a lot for me to to uncover and find out about that game so um, yeah i actually just i'm definitely looking
0: forward i actually just redownloaded it because i know you and i are going to do a do a pot and play episode on it uh yeah and and kind of talk about it and and see where the game's at as of you know this 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 you know these couple months, see what the updates are and stuff. Uh, so I, I actually just re-downloaded that as well. Nice.
1: So. Yeah, I mean that's and that's honestly that's really all I've been playing. But the, like I and I kind of touched on this again on on Boss Rush, but like, like my my thing that I really like about that game that I I honestly think it does better than Destiny. Is I do like that that they've they've kind of don't they don't make it a hassle to level up your character like they they you know like once you unlock um, blueprints to to build things um, those blueprints you know like are are still useful it's not like the, the you get a blueprint for a gun and you can only make it up to a certain level or whatever but if you want to be able to make a better version of that gun you have to have a better blueprint or or whatever um i like that kind of as you level up they allow you to to um keep on uh you know fabricating or or making that that gun or making that perk or making you know that that uh grenade uh launcher you know option or whatever and make it you know a level or two higher than what what the one that you have is and so like they make it where you're able to continuously you know keep keep leveling everything up at a steady pace as long as you play the game and you know and i didn't like that about destiny where a lot of times you it felt like you'd be getting like all these you know, like with the way you do it on there, a lot of times you had to get something that was better than what you had. And then you had to infuse that if you wanted to bring something that you really liked up to the level, you know, to, to keep on leveling stuff up. And, and sometimes it got really, really difficult because like certain things they would, they wouldn't drop. It felt like they wouldn't drop them like a high enough levels or, or like something would be different about it where you couldn't use it to infuse it. And so you'd be like, it would feel sometimes like your time time wasn't really being, being, uh, completely, uh,
0: they weren't respecting your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like in this game, like your time is a little bit more respected. Now yeah. I, I still love destiny too, you know, and I, I would like to go back and play that again eventually as well um because i do like that game but but that was the one that's the one the really the only gripe that i've had with destiny is i just feel like sometimes my time wasn't being respected yeah and and i feel like anthem does a better job of respecting the time that you put into the game now you still get like lower level guns and stuff that drop yeah, um, but, but a I, lot of times that's usually just in the the uh, little uh, chests that you find spread throughout the world. Yeah, you know. So that's and from, that that's
0: whatever. From when what I remember playing of Anthem, like I I remember like e- even after you finished missions, you got probably like I don't know. I remember one point there was probably like eight or nine weapons that you picked up during the course of mm-hmm. the of the mission, and and you just kind of went through and. You know, they all kind of yep. seemed, you know, like some of them were the same with a little bit of, you know, stat differences, but <laughs> uh, I, it, that is one thing that I do think Anthem did a little bit better than destiny at, at least at the beginning of the game where, you know, when you're going through destiny and you pick up a weapon and you don't really know what it is, but it just looks like a skin swap of something else you already got like it <laughs> in, it, and it never was like more powerful or anything. Like I, 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 you know, they, i mean—they fixed that in Destiny. I think mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. eliminated that. To be honest with you, but yeah, I just remember <laughs> when playing Anthem, like that was the one thing that I remember it did way better than Destiny. Was oh man, it really encouraged you to finish the mission because you'll get better stuff.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah, and the other thing too that I like—I'm—I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, like I get it. I get what Destiny does with all the perks and stuff. But, like, I feel like Anthem, as far as the, like, how the perk systems and all that work on their stuff, is much more up my alley. Cause I, I get really confused in Destiny as to, like, what things and perks and what, what, uh, you know because like they have all these different kinds of stat things and and things that you have to add to the gun to add certain other abilities and like it, it it's it's confusing because i don't i really haven't you know i don't know enough about the newer all the newer upgrades and thing changes that they've made more recently to that game I don't really know what I'm doing when it comes to that stuff and it gets a little too complex for me. Yeah. So like I just like the simplicity of of Anthem. It's it's like a light, you know, destiny light yeah. basically. It's, you know, it it has the same ideas but but it's much more of a of a game that that anyone can just kind of pick up and play and you don't really have to think too much about it. But it has those those complexities there for the people who who like that. Um, but it's not it's not too complex for for anyone to be able to just you know figure it out. Yeah. You know that's that's what I I kind of like too about Anthem is just the simplicity because sometimes I just I just want to have fun you know flying around like Iron Man and. And shooting things and not have to worry, you know, as much about, okay, now do I, you know, do this on this gun or should I do this on that? Like, I feel like sometimes in Destiny, I'm just spending a lot of time looking at my inventory, trying to figure out what the heck... I want to do with things and I'm not actually playing it, you know, like other than worrying about all that kind of stuff and trying to figure out what I, what I could do best to try to, to upgrade my, you know, my character's level or whatever. Yeah. So (laughs) like that, that. And again, there's nothing wrong with all any of that stuff. It's just it's just not for me as much as yeah. the, the hardcore destiny players. No, I, I get it as someone who
0: used to play Destiny a lot. I really feel like I probably spent about thirty to forty percent of my time in the menus trying to break this stuff down and infusing and trading stuff in for other things and you know uh, yeah, which is part of the reason why I haven't gone back in so long because I'm like, mm-hmm. I know once I do that. I'm not going to play anything else, but I'm also intimidated. I, like, I'm so, I played through the Shadowkeep campaign, and after that, I was, I stopped playing, and I, like, I, it's not that I don't want to, it's just, like, Destiny was a game for me, a place in time where, you know, I didn't have a kid, like, I had a job where I was working, you know, most of the time, like at 11 or noon, right? Instead of seven, mm-hmm. like I do now, like I could stay up later to play it when my <laughs> wife went to bed. You know what I mean? Like it was just one of yeah. those games where like I had the time and now like we we are doing so much, right? With this yeah. and on top of that, I don't have the time to invest in a game like that because the time I do have after work, I spend with my wife and my kid or working on something, before our show Mm -hmm. that you know after they go to bed we do a show or i'm editing something or playing a game Mm -hmm. i want to play something else so i'm not talking about destiny all the time also and and you know like destiny is is hard to to shed once you're in it right like when you're in (laughs) it you're in it and uh yeah i don't want to get sucked in (laughs) into that hole again so
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> until at least until third one comes out. <laughs> <It's good.
0: laughs> I mean, like I'll I'll always play through the new content that they offer, yeah. right? And I know they've added st- yep. like well, quote unquote, single player content, like campaign style stuff since Shadowkeep mm. came out. Like every couple weeks, they add a few more missions to expand on the story and stuff. But I just I just haven't gone back. And I, I ca- I've had I have a couple friends who want me to come back and play with them and. I got to be like, look, dude, I would love to, but mm-hmm. I also dread, like it's like feeling of excitement and dread at the same time. Cause you're like, Oh man, they're doing yeah. this, 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 and this. Oh, but I got to do this, 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 and this first. And Oh, I gotta, yeah. uh, I gotta go through this with three characters. And Oh man, I gotta, it's just <laughs> for me, like there was a point in time where I would have loved to do that, but now I'm just like, Oh, I don't know. I I for my my like when I want to play a first person shooter and I want it to be simple, which is why I've gone back to Halo a lot recently yeah. <laughs> because yeah, it's which, it's, just, it's the simplest of simple first person shooters and I'm just I love every minute of it.
1: Yeah, which I I would like to go back to like some play some more Halo uh Halo the Master Chief collection like multiplayer stuff again. Yeah. Uh, that. oh that's so fun
0: yeah uh so anthem is uh we we're gonna play anthem on stream probably in the next week or two uh so i I do want to get back and i I want to see what is happening in that game not necessarily want to mm-hmm. play a whole lot of it but I do want to see what it's I, I do want to see if they how it's improved over the last year and a half or a year or whatever Can you believe that game's almost been out a year? Okay. yeah jeez
1: dude i know like you you guys had mentioned it on boss rush that it, it feels like it's been out for longer yeah but yeah i mean i mean i think it's yeah i think it's just so so much has happened like with with a lot of things i mean like even just look at sea of thieves i mean right sea of thieves has is, is been out for what two years yeah and it, that feels like that's been out for like four or whatever but, yeah, um, a lot's happened in that. That's another game where you know a bunch of things have kind of happened, kind of similar to, to Destiny, like Destiny Two, from from release until now. It's like it just, you know, uh, Sea of Thieves. They've added so many just little kinds of unique things, and like from the cannonballs and yeah. and you know ghost ships and and the the different sea creatures that you can go against the harpoons the you know there's just there's all kinds of stuff going on and now like when you go on to i don't i, I you haven't played sea of thieves in a, in a little while now i actually played it
0: yesterday uh, oh did I, you I, well i was gonna get into it after we uh okay. after you're done talking about anthem but uh, oh, okay all right well yeah i yeah. so before we get into sea of thieves uh the 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 reason why I turned on sea of Thieves is because I got a 4k TV this past week. <laughs> and so I, I, the last, like, well, probably the two or three days after I got it, I kind of ran through probably about 30 ish games that were Xbox one X enhanced. And, uh, uh, man, dude, I, I love, I, I love playing in 4k. Like I, so to, to <laughs> kick things off, I, I, the first game I turned on was, uh, so before I bought my TV, like digital foundry did, does, you know, a lot of tech style videos and they did a really interesting one on Xbox one X where, uh, you can actually uncap the frame rate on games that, uh, support it. And there are very few, there are very, very, very few. And I didn't even know the Xbox one X had this feature,
1: <laughs> but,
0: uh, so I I popped on Halo 5 because that is one of the games that supports this feature. And uh, I ran it at 120 hertz. And uh, f- you, to, to unlock that feature, though, you have to run the game at 1440p or 1080p, right? So I put it mm-hmm. at 1440p. And, dude, I've never seen Halo run so smooth. And, like, I get <laughs> that I'm playing on a brand-new TV with free sync and all these extra features on it as opposed to the TV that I had beforehand, which is like going back to the TV. I put that TV in my office to stream from. Right. And, and switching back and forth between it is like, holy crap. How did I ever even play games on this TV? Because of the, like the input lag is so bad. I never, yeah. like, I never noticed it, but like, it's so bad that when I turn on halo, like I, I had a headache with, because of how smooth it was. Yeah, that's how smooth and how fast it was, how fast Halo five was moving and that I had a headache from it moving so fast <laughs> and like, dude, it looks so good. Like the, like the assault rifle, you could see like the textured plastic on top of the, like, you know how the assault rifle arches at the top, like you could yeah. see the textured plastic and there's writing on the side of the gun that I had no idea was there. Like it just like, <laughs> it just looked really, really good. Right and and mm. I played I played a mission of that, had a blast. And uh, when's the last time you heard somebody said they had a blast playing a campaign mission in Halo Five? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> like don't get me wrong, Halo 5's campaign, the moment-to-moment stuff is good. Story, yeah. I've played through the campaign three times. Right, it's, I'd still yeah. I can't tell you what's happening in Halo Five, uh, <laughs> but shooting stuff still feels really good. And like the slide and the boost stuff like feels really good uh so I I played that visually stunning I played it in 4k and 1440p and and it just it's a, an incredible looking game on this TV uh after that I popped in uh, forza horizon 4 which looks incredible uh it do the cars look so real in that game when you yeah. pop on like the enhanced visual stuff
1: yeah I, yeah, because I know, I know. I've seen, like, when you, when you see it running on PC, yeah. like on like a really good PC or whatever, it <clears throat> just like the rain, everything, everything just looks so real in those games. Yeah, and yeah, I I can't wait until I can experience those kind of games with the with those graphics. Now, what what size is your TV again? I forget.
0: Uh, it's a fifty-five inch. Uh, okay. It's a Samsung eight series. Uh, it's RU eight thousand is the is the model number. Uh, the okay. twenty it's the twenty nineteen RU eight thousand. Uh, for people who are want to
1: know, <laughs> do they do they make do they make those like like in a smaller like a really small TV with the same kind of um, options? I wonder. The, like like my monitor, you know, this monitor that I'm using right now. Is a pretty decent size for for a monitor, but like, because that's the thing is, I honestly all I want is like a monitor size one. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is I feel like a lot of the monitors that are running that kind of stuff are even more expensive than that than well, that was. Well, and, I, and it, it depends less.
0: It depends if you get a like if you there's pretty cheap fourteen uh, forty p, one hundred forty hertz monitors out there these days. Okay. Uh, there's a, uh, let's see, I'm looking on Amazon right now. Like the Dell ones, the Dell, uh, 27 inch ones, 1440 P and four, uh, 144 Hertz are 250 bucks, which, okay. I mean, I don't know if like, I, I don't know how much monitors usually cost and I know there's probably better ones out there, but uh, just as a curse, uh, cursory glance at Amazon, that's how much it costs. So, uh, yeah, but you know i i i know that the 6 series has a 40 inch uh size one but i don't know if they go much smaller than that i know the 8 series doesn't go any lower than 45 inches
1: Um, otherwise otherwise what i could do is i can just look for like the like uh i don't know see if they have small i i haven't i just haven't done a whole lot of looking but um yeah because yeah, because my problem is though is I want it to be able to do 4k mm-hmm. you know and you know and a higher high you know at least 120 Hertz or whatever mm-hmm. um and I feel like a lot of the times um, it's either you're getting 1440 at you know or yeah 1440 at at 144 or or greater hertz um or you're getting 4k and it's only reaching like 60 or you know like there I don't know there like, it, it's just been really hard to find something that that's uh, affordable because you can get the 4k uh you know free sync or whatever and all those things on it um monitor but they usually run like around 2000 or like you know like they're closer to like for whatever reason they're just much more expensive and it just you know so part of it doesn't make sense to me because it's like how can i get how is it that i can get a big massive tv with all those things basically on it yeah for for half that price yeah it just doesn't make sense sometimes, and unless there's just something about the the PC ones or the monitors that I'm I don't know anything about that's making it so much better or something that it's worth that much. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I think know. it's just a, a matter of looking and and um maybe go to like Best Buy or something or like somewhere like that and try to look around a little bit. Yeah. I I, obviously I'm not planning on getting any, anything anytime soon. So I've got a lot of time to do some uh, research and development.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I researched this TV for like almost eight months and then we moved and, you know, there's a lot of factors Mm -hmm. of why I didn't get a TV right away either. Like, you know, we were Mm -hmm. trying to save some money and see what we were trying to do. And then, yeah, I don't know. It, it went cheap right like it it was yeah. this TV was like $900 and then like in January it dropped to 650 and I was like well after the Super Bowl it'll probably go back up which it did you yeah. know it did go back up to I think okay. it went up to 800 back up to $800 it was, so not quite like what it was but you know I'm like this yeah. isn't going to get any cheaper and we had a $150 gift card to Best Buy mm-hmm. and you know I had been putting money back for a while so like it, we pulled the trigger and it, it's it's awesome. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know i I did pop in Forza. It looks great. Uh, but after that, like I was trying to run through the Microsoft games first uh, mm-hmm. because I know they're going to be the ones that take full advantage of the, of Xbox One X. Uh, you know, not not again, yeah. not nothing against any of the other games, but uh, yeah, you know, first party always uses the hardware the best. So mm-hmm. uh, I did. Cr- I played a little bit of Crackdown Three, which the way that art style actually goes a like, long way at 4k.
1: Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to go back to that game eventually too, because I, I really did have fun playing that game and just, yeah, just, you know, like it's just a fun, just,
0: we should go. Co- we have should to worry about about it any. on a stream after the show one night. Yeah.
1: It's that would be, that nice. would be a good co-op game.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I popped that in a little bit. It looks great. Uh, it, I don't know. I didn't really play a lot of it. So, uh, uh, but then I popped in sea of thieves and played for about an hour. Uh, (laughs) dude, that game looks incredible in 4k. And like, they added all this, like, even since we played last with like zombie and battle bug and stuff, like, yeah, they added so much to that game since then. Like the, like the, there was like this red ship in the sky that you think you could go to. And it probably takes you to some secret, uh, you know that it, it, I I jumped in a little ship by myself and uh, just kind of sailed around, and the water looks incredible. Like the character models look incredible. Like it just that game is just so charming and so fun. You know, and, and yeah, if it that would be a game on a list of games if we weren't podcasting and doing stuff that I would be playing right alongside Destiny. Uh,
1: yeah, like for a while. So uh, yeah. yeah because yeah, the, the one thing that I noticed about it that I that I found uh, you know was was something that people griped about a lot in the beginning was now like if you if you spend the time to walk around any of those little islands that are just kind of spread throughout the water mm-hmm. uh, there usually is some kind of treasure on that island. yeah it's just a matter of finding it. Yeah, and you know that that was something is like a lot of times people felt like you could go to these you know big sophisticated islands and run around them and you wouldn't find a thing worth wasting your time you know going to them for, yeah. and so now they've kind of fixed that and they kind of hid hid either the uh, messages in bottles or you know treasure chests or you can just find like the the the. Uh, Golden skulls, or whatever, or the skulls with rubies in them, or whatever, just laying around on islands now. So, like, there's actually an incentive that you know, if you feel like stopping at a bigger island that that's on the way between where you're going, uh, that you can always stop and just check it out and see if you find anything now. So that that was nice. Yeah. Uh, so, that, I mean, I, I
0: I ran through a bunch of other games. The only I I like. All the, uh, the Rise and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I'm I'm actually playing through Rise of the Tomb Raider right now, because uh, I never finished <laughs> it, uh, and uh, I just started a new game, and it's, it's dude, I love the Tomb Raider games. I love that game yeah. so much. Like, I, I, even Shadow, man, I know it got kind of mixed reviews, but I love that game, and they both <laughs> look stellar. Uh, they're some of the best-looking games, especially, like, the environments, like, you go through and, and you see, you know, when you turn on enriched visuals, like, the lighting in that game is incredible. The the way, like, Lara walks through the snow and it makes, you know, footprints and, and kind of mm. you can see the snow falling back into the footprints when you kind of skim the surface. Like, they just they just do a whole bunch of little things in that game that really make it uh, incredible. And probably, like, I want to say, like, five or six hours in, I'm in the, the Soviet... Uh, section there's a uh, the the point where you kind of get your first kind of side mission, okay. uh, where you have to take out these uh, these transistors and you you kind of have to destroy them for someone. Then then you gain trust of a tribe, which makes the next area you go into easier, because you only have to battle the the, the Soviet uh, okay. or the, the people who are trying to take over the Soviet base instead of uh, you know the. The tribe people too, I think. So, um, mm-hmm. so that's that game. Those games are incredible. So I've been playing a lot of that. But the the one big thing this week that I did was I won k'd Hellblade. Uh, <laughs> I that was a game I played about three or four hours of twice, <laughs> and I just stopped playing for some reason to to just. I always stopped at the point where you're kind of crossing the the bridge and like you see hello cr- crawl across the bridge and you fall off onto the beach yeah and yeah. uh that's always where i stopped the like both times <laughs> i started playing that that's where i stopped uh, and i got all the lore stones and uh i man what a what a incredible game and you know i the only thing i my only complaint with that game is the combat like mm-hmm. i mean it's it's fine but it kind of feels mm-hmm. like it's shoehorned into this really story driven experience that, like, you know, like the puzzles when you're doing the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Raven part, like the puzzles mm-hmm. that you have to solve are so fun and so crazy. And, like, mm-hmm. not that, like, the combat is bad or anything, but it's just kind of like, it kind of feel it feels like, okay, you just went through this whole cool, crazy environment solving these puzzles, and you open a door and you're just in this round room and you're like, okay, this is an arena and we're gonna mm-hmm. do some battles. And like the way they incorporate the psychosis stuff, like the voices you hear mm-hmm. in battle is really cool. Like you'll mm-hmm. hear like voices all around you like, Oh, behind you, behind you, watch out. And like sometimes someone's behind you and sometimes they're not. <laughs> and that, like, yeah. it kind of messes with you that way. Or, like, when you kind of fall, they're, like, one side is, like, get up, you can do it. And the other side's, like, she's dying, she's dying, she's not going to get up. Like, you know, it's kind of, like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like, it's cool. But the yeah, com- the it's- combat itself is, like, relatively simple. And, like, I, I could have done without it. But everything else about that game was... I'm so excited for uh, Senua's Saga*.
1: Yeah, me you too.
0: It's—I uh, can't wait. Like, I just rewatched that tr- that trailer again uh, because the trailer is online in
1: 4K. And uh, yeah, oh man. See, and like, the, like that game. That game, honestly, to me is gonna be. I think if they do it right, it's gonna be a really good thing uh game to kind of show off some of the uh the um what's it called the the light the light stuff that like the ray tracing yeah ray tracing yeah because like see like one of the things that i'm believe it or not like i'm really looking forward to ray tracing uh being in the you know in kind of like in the mainstream and, and people really finally, you know, pushing it and, and really, you know, testing things out with it uh-huh. because like I, I imagine like a tomb Raider game in the next you know generation where, you know, you're walking through a cave with, you know, nothing but a, a torch to light your way to, you know, find your way. And you can see like the flickering of the light on the sides of the caves and like, just really like I feel like ray tracing as simple of, of a idea as it seems, will do a good job of really helping, uh, you know, put you into the situation and immerse you like in ways like that. I think I think ray tracing will be probably the most useful and more of like horror or, you know, adventure type games like a Tomb Raider. Yeah. I think that's probably where, where we will get like, get the best experiences as far as immersion. Yeah. But, but you know, like that's the thing though. It's still like, we still don't really, it's still a very early, you know, thing that's being used as far as, you know, how much it gets used in games. So, you know, with it being on consoles, I think that's a really good opportunity for that stuff to be used more and people to, to, to mess around with it more and really really, you know, find its limits and and figure out like what kind of cool things they can uh, do with that technology and um, you know and make you know make things be like i'm i imagine like you could use it in some ways to to make like like hints and things to solve puzzles you know something like like you could have it where the light's reflecting off something and then it's shining like an object on a wall somewhere and you've got to find where the reflection is going to figure out what symbol or something you need to know to to turn you know, on a, on a big stone or something to, to open a door, or, you know, like they can come up with like just really cool ideas like that. Just, just by using the simple reflecting light stuff in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I'm just kind of curious. I really hope that they do like try to use that to its full, you know, potential.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, I th- I think the the ray tracing stuff and and I think whatever that, you know, how powerful the Xbox One or the Xbox Series X is going to be, like I think Hellblade is going to be one of those games that takes a lot of advantage of that technology early on. Mm-hmm. Just because like you can actually see how it makes use of the current gen technology and how amazing that game looks and I know mm-hmm. like a lot of the environments are kind of empty and it's just you with a, with an environment, right? Mm-hmm. But it does a lot of interesting things using the technology in that way. And mm-hmm. that's why, you know, this $30, you know, indie game, at least at the time, right? Like mm-hmm. this $30 indie game looks A, and the technology behind it looks amazing because, you know, they use what they had to create a game that took advantage of of what they needed and that that worked mm-hmm. and it it shows you know and uh mm-hmm. the facial capture the blending of the real-time video mixed with the uh you know the real-time video mixed with the the gameplay and and uh just some of the different like the trials the shard trials were really cool mm-hmm. like they were really yeah. well done especially the bl- the one the blindness one was really yeah. cool that uh and that uh, was yeah, Hellblade, like, if you haven't played Hellblade, it's on Game Pass. You should definitely play it. Uh, it's only, like, if you're not trying to find all the lore stones and do 100% of it, it's only about a six to seven hour experience, so you can probably do it in two mm-hmm. or three nights. Uh, yeah. Took me a little bit longer just because, you know, other things, but...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: uh Yeah, it's on Game Pass. It's cool. I highly recommend it, and uh, that was kind of the big thing I played this week. Or this past week, so uh, I'm working on Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm also working on a couple things uh, on Switch, uh, but you know that's not the show for this. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so after we get it, before we get into the new the the new section of the show, uh, Jesse and I kind of talked outside of the show, and we were talking about we want to do something that involves Game Pass. We think Game Pass is important. We think it's going to be a big part of the show in just the way we talk about games because Game Pass is so valuable to us uh, as gamers. So what we're going to do every week, we're going to randomly pick a game off a Game Pass. And we're going to download it, and we're going to play it. Uh, What we don't want to do is, if it's a game we're going to play anyway, like maybe not do that, but like pick something we've never mm-hmm. heard of something that looks interesting just by the description. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're going to do. We're, we don't have one this week, but, uh, that's what we're going to do next week. Next week, we're going to pick a game off a of game pass, play it, maybe stream it a little bit, talk about it and, uh, kind of give it a, a 30 second review <laughs> at the end of mm-hmm. how, like discussing the game. So, uh, yeah. Next week we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, we got to come up with a segment name for that, but uh, Game Pass uh, something. So yeah, <laughs> I, I think that'll be really fun. You know, uh, there's a, a couple shows that I listen to that do that with, with PlayStation Network uh, downloadable games. They kind of look at the the PlayStation blog and look at the drop, and they pick games from the drop that sound stupid or. Interesting, but probably aren't very good. And then they play it, and then they talk about it the next week, and then whatever. So uh, we're going to do that with Game Pass. Uh, there's a lot of great games on Game Pass. I think uh, there's some games on there that probably deserve some sort of recognition, and maybe that's what we're going to do. So, uh, so we'll kind of squeeze that in after you know what we've really been playing in in the news section. So, uh, but let's get into some of this news. There's a, there's actually a lot happening this week, Jesse, that we get to talk mm-hmm. about. A lot of exciting <laughs> things. A lot of Sad things for Gears fans, like this first uh, news story. It comes from Game Informer. Rod Ferguson, Gears Viking himself, is leaving the Coalition to oversee the Diablo franchise over at Blizzard. Gears of War series producer Rod Ferguson has announced that he is leaving the Coalition to oversee Diablo at Blizzard next month. Gears 5 was released last year, and Blizzard is working on Diablo 4 with no release date announced. So the time is certainly right for Ferguson to make the transition. Ferguson was part of the Gears franchise since it began at Epic Games in 2006, and continued his leadership when Gears uh, continued his leadership with Gears when Microsoft bought the IP in 2014 and started the coalition in Vancouver, Canada, formerly called Black Tusk uh, and other iterations to handle the franchise. His tweet. Starting in March, I will join Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. Leaving is bittersweet, as I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the Coalition and Xbox. Thank you. It has been an honor and a privilege to work with you all. So sad day. I'm I'm mm. really sad because I really liked this direction he was taking Gears with it. You know, four started this transition, into, and then in five was. Uh, great except for the co-op connection but uh everything else about five was was great so
1: well my thing is, is i wonder i wonder if uh if like he felt like like you know it's kind of almost like what what we're seeing nintendo doing where they're kind of like out with the old and and with the new kind of thing mm-hmm. and tr- kind of trying to like move into like a a new newer generation of you know having some of these people that have maybe been there a little while but haven't been there nearly as long yeah kind of letting them take over and and like for me like it was a bummer because because yeah like you you know like you worry then about like what the story is going to be like but at the same time like like I also see an opportunity for them maybe to fix some of those things about the game that we, we that we still feel like feels ancient and out of date. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know if that would happen, but but I mean, I feel like there is a better chance now if someone else is is heading stuff. But
0: yeah. So yeah, I I like like you said, I feel like there's a the changing of the guard sometimes is a little bit scary, but also, you know, sometimes it turns out better for a franchise. And, and Mm -hmm. like you said, or like you, you know, you and I have discussed on, on other shows, on other iterations of shows on other, even just in chat. Like I still think the division is top tier cover based shooting mechanics, Mm -hmm. right? You know, the the cover Mm -hmm. cover mechanics feel great. The shooting feels great. And, you know, just the way like, the vaulting versus, you know, their version of the roadie run versus, you know, uh just mm-hmm. just movement in general feels so much better in the division. And and like I know I know gears is supposed to feel like a specific thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they've gotten better at making the characters feel lighter and more agile and, and the shooting's gotten better and the cover mechanics and stuff have gotten a little like they've gotten cleaner in that mm-hmm. gear style. But I would really yeah. like I would really like someone to come up and say, look gears needs to change. Like it's still going to be a cover-based shooter, but we need mm-hmm. to look at games like the division. We need to look at games that do uh, cover-based shooting uh, differently and see what mm-hmm. we can pull from that and see if, if, you know, we can uh, we can apply that to, to the gear system, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's going to be mainstays, like the roadie runs gotta stay right. Like that just, that's mm-hmm. just part of gears, right. The yeah. uh, active reload stuff is going to stay. The execution stuff, keep all that, right? Like, th- that's not what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I'm just, I want a, a lighter, cleaner feeling uh, a movement system. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I still think The Division is the best at that. Uh, so,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. It's, uh, you know, as scary as it is, and I, I would have really liked to see Rod's story, like, to end out the trilogy, Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe they have like that, that arc already set, right? Maybe they kind of wrote this trilogy back to back to back and like, okay, here's what we want to see happen overall. Maybe some things in between can change. Maybe like, you know, story beats will change here and there just because, you know, different new writers come in, new staff comes in, they have ideas, want to change it, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the overarching story is probably already set and the end of Kate's mm-hmm. story is probably coming, you know, um, Yeah. not to spoil anything, but I'm sure something is going to happen with Kate. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and maybe if you get new blood in there, the, the story will be, this will finish how they want, how Rod wanted it to, but getting mm-hmm. some new mechanics in there, you know, fleshing out that open world style stuff might be something you can see, uh, in the near future. And then, uh, you know maybe gears will see a, a better change in the future so
1: yeah i cuz i would i would i would like to imagine that um moving you know to with the more powerful you know the more power and stuff you know like cuz at at the next at the point that we would get another one the the new consoles would be out <clears throat> and i would hope that that they would you know like and who knows? Like maybe even just something as easy as it running at a higher frame rate uh, would maybe fix some things. But uh, as far as the movement and making it feel better, but but I think I think yeah, they they just like honestly, like you said, that's really the only thing that that I feel like needs to be changed uh, quite a bit more. You know, is the is the movement stuff? Um, because the shooting and all that stuff is is you know it's great. It, it works really well. It's fun. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, the weapons. They they've added some new weapons in the the most recent game, and I you know I love all their cool unique weapons and cool things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it just yeah, it's just really that movement stuff. And, and I, I almost wonder too, if like, maybe like if he didn't kind of back off on, on the story writing and let some kind of some, some of the other guys kind of, you know, do stuff and him just kind of take a, you know, a back seat and, you know, still oversee everything. Yeah. Well, I also know know that he, give his opinion.
0: I also know he was way more hands on with, uh, gears tactics than he was with gears five also. So. Maybe he's, you know, okay. as a producer, okay. like, he, he trusted his team while he went over and worked on Gears Tactics, which, you know, is going to be coming out soon. Uh, I'm sure yeah. they're just doing kind of bug fixes and everything, but uh, you know, yeah. hopefully hopefully, Gears 6 will will be at least just as good as Gears 5, but I would like to see those gameplay changes. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Ah, mm-hmm. oh, boy. Alright, speaking of gameplay changes, uh, <laughs> cryptic tweet from Phil Spencer went out uh, at the end of January. Oh, we're talking about this now because obviously we weren't doing this show at the end of January. So, uh, f- this is c- from uh, Game Rant and also Phil Spencer's Twitter account. The The tweet reads uh, Great update today with uh, D Gallagher LA and Matt Booty and the team over at The Initiative. Incredib- incredibly talented studio challenging themselves to do new things. And old things in new ways. Now, a lot of people have been throwing a- around uh, uh, rebooting Perfect Dark, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that we've also been talking about on the show. You know, a couple times uh, back when we were doing it, uh, uh, and and look they've got they've got people from Sony Santa Monica third-person action game a lot of the team is made up of x crystal dynamics uh heads tomb Mm -hmm. raider right Mm -hmm. and then you get some people from idos montreal you get people in there from from sledgehammer uh which you know were yeah they were part of a call of duty studio but a lot of those people came from visceral which was dead space and Mm -hmm. and so like another third-person action game this, this seems like they're going to make a third-person action game out of Perfect Dark, is what a lot of people are pointing to. So
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which would be pretty exciting. You know, I, I I enjoyed that first one quite a bit on Nintendo 64. I bought Perfect Dark Zero with my Xbox 360. That's, mm-hmm. that's really all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> although, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. It's just you saw Halo, Halo Two, and Halo Three take first-person shooters go one way, and this is mm-hmm. this is if you know uh, uh, you know Golden Eye and Perfect Dark and and uh, Time Splitters mm-hmm. became the norm of first-person shooters, right? That's that's the way that yeah. that, that Perfect Dark Zero went, and uh, <laughs> not a bad game. It's just not a good game. So yeah, uh, yeah. all uh, oh, by the way xbox one x enhanced through rare replay by the way so you can get your perfect dark <laughs> hdr in there if you really want it uh but no what, what do you think of what do you think of this tweet what do you think what do you think's happening over at the initiative
1: yeah i mean the the, th- the thing is is we could also be completely <laughs> completely no like it could have nothing to do whatsoever with uh with a you know a perfect dark or whatever,
0: which is which, fine.
1: Which is the beauty of yeah. Which is the beauty of of the unknown. You know, like like that's the thing is you like if it does happen, you kind of might be upset that you figured it out so soon, and you know. But but you know, it, it's it's definitely a part of, of the future that I'm looking forward to finding something out about. But like, if if it was uh, perfect dark stuff. Uh, you know, me and you were kind of talking about this the other day in chat and like, I, I definitely would like to see them kind of like do, do something very aggressive and, and unique with it. And, you know, like I, when I was talking with you, I had mentioned that I'd like to see like almost a mix between like a uh, watchdogs and, and, uh, like, a. Um, splinter cell, or uh, uh-huh. or you know, like I was even saying that, like I, like one of the things that I was thinking of is like making the the worlds very um you know vertical and and kind of like having almost uh like elements of of siege where you can like kind of break through or break into you know areas from different different spots on buildings to really tackle tackle a mission kind of the way you want and then like once you get inside the building it could be similar to like the new hitman games where you could you know like in and you know like very similar as well to like you said the metal gear solid games where where you could kind of pick and choose you know what what guys you want to you know, like Knockout or whatever, you know, how you want to do things and but make it a little bit more of an open-world type thing, uh-huh. you know. Like, just just kind of, you know, make it... Because, you know, the, the thing that people have complained about in the past, you know, with the Xbox ex- exclusives as well, is, the, like, a lot of people always say, oh, all they have is, like, shooter games and that's it for their for their, you know, their main, uh, um, you know, exclusives or whatever. And so, like, I just really would hate to see it be just another, you know, first or, or you know, third-person shooter because they've already got, you know, they've already got Gears and they've already got uh, Halo for first-person. And so, like, I could see where people would be, you know, in this case would be kind of uh let down about you know about this this idea of it just being something to do with perfect dark Uh but at the same time like you know like i i said to you like what if they just just decided like you know like we know people really liked splinter cell um and people have been wanting that to come back but we don't want to have to pay you know, pay or have or depend on Ubisoft to have to do that stuff for us anymore. What if we just take the the IP that we already own at this point and be able to do the best version of those type of games, you know, to date, and and make it just you know based around and the uh, the Perfect Dark. Uh, franchise you know like that that was another idea that i kind of was rolling around in my head because there you know there's been a big cry for those games to come back people really love those splinter cell games yeah and and i think this would be a way for them to really be able to do like just go to next level with that kind of gameplay and stuff and really do a fun new style of that those games yeah just with their own IP that they own so they don't have to rely on on someone else
0: you know? yeah I mean, Microsoft has so many dormant IPS right now that they could do interesting stuff with like yeah I mean to in, unless you're like our age how how many people how many people resonate with perfect Dark like the n64 game right like I think mm-hmm. you know a lot of people probably played it you know, the multiplayer stuff and remember it fondly, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, you know, that's what people remember about Perfect Dark and, and Goldeneye, right? It's the multiplayer, how fun the multiplayer was. Yeah. They don't really remember like yep. all cyber, you know, kind of like the cyberpunk super spy 007 style character, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect franchise to reboot in a separate genre. You know, you have your multiplayer games, you have... You have sea of Thieves, you have Halo, you have Gears, you know, you have your third-party ones with Call of Duty and and Siege and and you know whatever else you want to throw in there, right? Like you have your multiplayer mm-hmm. stable. You don't need this to have multiplayer, right? Like look at what Sony does. They they their first parties make fantastic single-player games because they don't have to rely on them to uh, uh, provide multiplayer support. Sony has Call of Duty. Sony has Destiny. Sony has. Uh, Siege and all those other games that they rely on for the you know because they get thirty percent of everything that sells plus plus thirty percent of the microtransactions, they don't mm-hmm. need that right to they don't mm-hmm. need that in their arsenal to to you know to to provide for them and Microsoft has d- gone a little bit different route right but they still they still have all that too right they still have Call of Duty Destiny Rainbow Six Ghost Recon all that stuff. Mm-hmm. you know and then they have they do have halo and gears which also provide them with multiplayer stability and you can do some interesting stuff with for, with first party single player narratives right like playground mm-hmm. probably working on on fable right that's the worst kept secret in the industry there's one really awesome single player game perfect dark is the perfect game to do that with also third mm-hmm. person action stealthy Maybe something Watch Dogs-ish, Metal Gear-ish, Splinter Cell-ish. You know, I don't really care if it's open world or not, but it probably will be, right? Because that's the way single-player games seem to be going. But mm-hmm. I think they can make Joanna Dark their Aloy, right? A really mm-hmm. cool female character that leads a cool single-player campaign-style thing in an open, a cyberpunkish open world that, uh, you know, you could... You can go through the whole game without killing somebody, right? Like Watchdogs, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. do non-lethal attacks. You can you can use stealth. You can use drones. You can use old old school style James Bond gadgets to get through places, right? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really awesome, yeah, to to see something like that and and throw in like it like it. Like you could almost do something like Metal Gear, where like. The story is so campy; it takes itself so seriously, but then you throw in Mm -hmm. dumb stuff like, like in Metal Gear Five, you can roll in on in your helicopter, blaring like '80s songs into into the mission, right? And like that's just hilarious. You find these cassette tapes that you blare, and it's like hype music to go in and complete your mission. But yet, like the story takes itself so seriously, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that they. uh, I think they. If you get the right team in there and the right, you know, kind of. Uh, writers and stuff. You could do mm-hmm. something similar to that.
1: Yeah. Well, and the the thing the thing to remember, and I, I know not a lot of people really know this. I I really honestly only know the little bit of knowledge about it that I do because I just kind of did some uh, personal research on it. But so okay, so when when someone talks about how many teraflops. Uh, uh a computer a computer has the, those teraflops are 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 like the more powerful those t- and more amount of teraflops that it has the more amount of mathematical equations it can make per second um and and what kind of things that that uh makes better and improves upon is how many things are going on in the game simultaneously um, with its own personalities, and so you know. So, in other words, that that's what makes pushes the uh, the AI to its limits, and so like with with the having the you know vast amount of teraflops. Like, I could see that, you know, being a really good thing for the, a game like this, where you've got, you know, you can do the quirky, kind of funny personality stuff like they do in Metal Gear Solid, where like, you know, like when a, you throw something and a guy will see it and he'll react to it in a certain way, they, they can, you know, they can really get go elaborate with with things like that in the ai and really make you know make have like all different kinds of ways that enemies could react like if you throw the let's say you throw the uh the the laptop gun somewhere and you know and they just kind of look at it and like react to it and then next thing you know it starts going off and and they're they're like trying to run away or whatever you know and like you could have like personality and things mm-hmm. and i feel i feel like the like the that type of game like your metal gear solids or your you know the the hitman series and you know in the the horizon zero dawn i mean that you're more dealing with like robotic animals yeah, what? I mean, like I was, when you when you have really humans, I didn't
0: really mean no, like, no, it's I know. Play like that, I just meant like no,
1: you know, no. But I, I'm just saying, like the enemies, like the enemies if mm-hmm. you, when it's dealing with humans, you can put much more uh, personality into into the you know the the missions and the things that are going on, you know, with with the power increase to the next you know console generation. So like it's it's a lot of things like that 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 you've gotta that you've gotta take into consideration when thinking about like what kind of you know what kind of ways they could they could go with that IP and and uh, you know and and make it uh, like giant bomb I giant bomb kind of talked about this a little bit but they you know like they talked about how you gotta you know you gotta make a game that we didn't know we wanted yeah. And and I think I do honestly think that 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 could be a, they could definitely make a game with that IP that we didn't know we wanted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So definitely.
0: Uh, I'm, I I hope they tease a little bit of it. I know they're still hiring staff. I know that you know this game's probably going to be at least two or three years at least yeah.
1: out. But uh, still excited. Which is to fine. That. Take all yeah. take all the time you need really use the you know like that's another thing like you know you have ubisoft do a splinter Cell like are they gonna really be able to really push that that console and really use it to its full potential to be able to make something yeah you know like that's that's the thing is them you know them being owned by microsoft and being close and you know and personal with the console and really having people around that really know every intricate detail about that console and how it's built you know helping them along like it's they're gonna be able to make it look as amazing as possible you know yeah. that's something that a third party just isn't gonna have the 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 know-how to do you know so yeah yeah uh, so we'll see but uh we'll we'll discuss
0: it more when they have something to show because that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of exciting to see them maybe mm-hmm. take a crack at that uh, so yeah. Uh, Alright, our next story uh, probably not a lot to say on this one but uh, Microsoft se- says Nintendo and Sony are no longer their main rivals. Uh, Phil Spencer Microsoft's head of gaming said he now considers Amazon and Google as his top rivals because of their cloud computing infrastructure. Uh, cloud gaming tackles some common frustrations experienced by players but introduces some issues of its own but Mr. Sp- Mr. Spencer says his, quote, traditional rivals, Nintendo and Sony, were out of step with the future of gaming. When you talk, talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as our main competitors going forward, he told Protocol, a new techno- technology news website. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the tra- traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. Uh, Google entered the home gaming market in 2019 with its Stadia streaming service. Uh, the company's vast cloud computing business means that it's, uh, it has the necessary infrastructure in place, but critics say the lineup of games on Stadia currently is sparse, while Amazon and Apple offer games on their app stores. Apple offers a monthly subscription. They do not currently have offer a cloud gaming service. Uh, however... Amazon also operates an enormous cloud computing business and is rumored to be developing a game service as well. So there's more into this that explains what cloud gaming is and what Sony and Nintendo are offering. But, uh, obviously Microsoft is developing project X cloud, uh, to, to go along with the next, uh, generation. And like, it's obviously it's also out in beta, which Jesse, I know you're using, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit in, uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see the way these different companies are tackling cloud gaming. You know, Sony's offering uh, PlayStation Now, uh, which is actually becoming more in line with what Game Pass is offering, uh, where you mm-hmm. can download the games. And, uh, you know, they offer their first-party titles, but they kind of cycle them out. Uh, so it's not mm-hmm. exactly one-to-one with Game Pass, but it is becoming more in line with that. And uh, obviously Stadia is what it is. And, and Microsoft seems to be at least ahead of, of the competition in this space in terms of what they're offering. And, and, uh, I think it's interesting that they're kind of viewing Amazon and Google. I think it's, I think it's just another step into maybe we change the way we think of games, you know, -hmm. know, I mean, we've been thinking about games since, you know, I mean, Atari, since the Atari, you just put your game in the in the box and uh, it works or you blew on it a little bit and it worked and then, you know, NES and on up and you know, PlayStation kind of changed the way we thought about games with multiple discs and stuff like that and then Xbox changed the game with Xbox Live and then moving into digital games and now with the cloud gaming stuff, like mm-hmm. this is kind of a, a Like, I know it kind of sounds like he's putting shade at Sony and and Nintendo, but it is true. You know, like, I I, I think, you know, it's it is about the streaming future. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, Microsoft obviously is offering choices to its its consumers with Game Pass Mm -hmm. and and downloading games or physical copies or, you know, eventually streaming them. Uh, But I mean, there's no denying that cloud gaming is is a future that is coming. So, uh.
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you know and the, the the only thing I, I really had to say about it is you know like the the thing is is like I I feel like this this um like paying more attention to, to PC and not just staying on you know just worrying about Xbox when it comes to their games, and kind of trying to get things more on on the, on the PC as well, and things like that. I, I feel like that's maybe given, <clears throat> like all all the the things that Microsoft owns, kind of a chance to to all really communicate with with each other and inform, because like you know, Microsoft is on the forefront, you know of of technology in a lot of ways, you know, like they had, they're constantly running ads about uh, their technology with, you know, with farming and stuff that they've done to try to, you know, uh, get you know better crops and things. It's like that by like all these crazy technology thing, things that they, you know, they're putting on farms that can like read like the soil, like levels and like all these things. And, you know, and like, you've got like the, you know, the NFL is using the, their, uh, their tablet things for, you know, for the, their, for, you know, do it writing plays and all that stuff. And like, <clears throat> they've kind of got their, you know, they've got their, their, uh, their feet in a lot of different, you know, things of the future and and you know like it it makes you think well why why wouldn't they be trying to, you know, also really dig deep into this future of, of their gaming business as well that they're in. So right. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's kind of it, it is kind of funny how like we've slowly gradually seen like like Microsoft just kind of like it's like kinda of just pass you know pass by everyone with just kind of doing their own thing and now all of a sudden it's like well well they're doing this and they're doing this and they're doing this and why why isn't Sony or why isn't you know Nintendo doing this and you know like it's it's just kind of funny how they've just kind of secretly just walked past them and and you know in in some ways yes not not in selling consoles but
0: yeah but microsoft's but you know, they, you know game it, that plan, doesn't matter <laughs> their game plan isn't about the boxes anymore right like that's yeah. that's yeah that's what people are kind of like not seeing is that microsoft's plan is not about selling boxes anymore it's about selling you you know services and xbox live and game pass and and you know windows and 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 you know if you're If you're playing on PC, you know, like, look, if you're, if you're playing, if you're playing Halo on PC, right, like you're either paying Microsoft for Game Pass or you're buying the game off of Steam, which you're still giving what, I mean, Steam takes 30%, so what, you're still giving Microsoft like $47 for Halo, right? Like, so you're still giving Microsoft money, which is all they, you know, want out of you anyway, right? To, to, or like, you know. I mean, I don't care about PC games. I'm buying an Xbox. I'm plugging it in under my TV, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I will I will dabble in some PC games, right? Like Age of Empires 2 Remastered, I will download once I figure out how to, once I get a, a external drive that I can format to the, the Windows part of this setup I have here. And then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Gears Tactics, I will probably play uh, when it comes out. But yeah. for the most part, I will be playing on my xbox with a controller and and you know playing games that way so
1: yeah i don't know it's just I, it's just gaming simplified you know like i i like the idea of just a game saying hey do you want to you would you know like have better resolution or do you want to have better frame rate you know and you're just picking what you want and boom it's done for you you don't have to oh okay well i gotta tweak this Mm -hmm. in this menu and i gotta do this and i gotta make sure right oh wait a minute now it's still running crappy because okay what what do i need to change here so it's running right like i i just don't want to deal with that and yeah i don't have time for that i have so i
0: have so so limited time and you know, budgets to, to upgrade a PC. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I get, yeah, yeah. I get that people like that experience and I yeah, get they that like people want wearing. that experience. And that's, that's great. Right. Like we have friends that PC game yeah. almost exclusively. Right. But like, mm-hmm. I want the box and I'm going to have the box, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I do want the best possible box, but yeah, I also yeah. don't want to have to download some drivers or figure out how much, you know, like I, I just don't want to mess with anything, right? Like I'm, I, yeah. I just don't, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, You know, I, I think Microsoft is doing it the smart way, and I think you know, Sony is t- is maybe dabbling in that space too, where like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of rumors that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC, right? Uh, yeah, and that is awesome. Yeah, like I, that would be awesome, you know. Like I, I think if Sony takes that approach, where, you know, we're gonna put. Sony, Sony's like we're gonna put all of our games out on on PlayStation Five, and then once we've drained the well of that, or once you know the game's been out for three or four years, we'll try to shift it to PC to get a new audience into that game. Or, you know, what mm-hmm. I really think this is is like Horizon is still a new IP, right? Like for Sony, like they, it's only one game. Mm-hmm. The sequel is rumored to be coming sooner than later now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this is just a marketing yeah. thing to say, hey, if we're going to put the first game out on PC to regarner interest and and kind of get people's attention on yeah. Horizon again. And then we're, we're going to debut uh, uh Horizon 2 around E3 or Gamescom or whatever, whenever their state of play is. Right. Like I think <laughs> I think that's a smart tactic yeah. for them. But for Microsoft, like, yeah, they don't care if you buy the box, if you're paying for Game Pass, if you buy the games from their store, if you buy it from Steam you're still giving them money for whatever. And, and I think they're just the way they give people choices and then adding the, the X cloud stuff on top of it, where, you know, you can stream your library of games or the game or game pass games or, you know, whatever. I, I think that's just a, a really, really just adding to the choice that they're giving players. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, and that, like, I, I think that's one thing that, that, um, that Sony lacks in doing is sometimes they're not they don't do the best at at like doing things that could easily promote new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Like I feel like Xbox has done a really good job. Like what they'll do is if like there's a game coming out, they'll try to work on seeing if they can't get the backwards compatibility of the old games of that, you know, of that franchise mm-hmm. onto their console, you know, so to help promote the new ones that are coming out. And and we see that with with uh Nintendo does that occasionally as well or or they'll the you know, they'll release um Yeah, they'll you know, release like, like they'll a remaster re-
0: Yeah, like they'll re release like, you know, to garner interest for you know Bayonetta 3 they re- they re-released the first two games on Switch right like yep. I mean they, they yep. ported the Wii U versions of those games on the Switch mm-hmm. uh a lot of people think they're going to do that with Metroid Prime trilogy when Metroid Prime 4 mm-hmm. finally comes like they, they 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 are also very good at garnering interest in that as well yeah uh yeah so yeah.
1: yeah so that's you know like the that i think that you know like Sony doing that is is definitely a step in the right direction and you know and that's the thing is like if if I've learned anything from Microsoft and like the way Phil Spencer has been running things the thing is is like you know like he doesn't see Nintendo and Sony as a threat I feel like because like in his, in his mind like he's been trying to push for this place where it doesn't matter like he, he wants you to be playing on a Sony on a ps and he wants you to be playing on a switch like Mm -hmm. he wants you to be playing on all those things not not just their box he wants you to be playing everywhere else because overall for gamers and and you know in general it's just better if we can play in where we want and what we want Mm -hmm. you know so you know that's why he doesn't see them as a threat and that's why i don't find like like you know where i could see people thinking that taking that as him throwing shade i think it actually was the opposite it was the fact that that he is glad that they're doing what they're doing and we hopefully can have this generation you know moving forward to a place where you know no matter what console you're playing we're we're happy and we're excited for for games in general you know so yeah yeah uh all
0: right we're going to move on to our last news story here uh and then talk a little bit about uh what we're going to do moving forward uh our last story comes from ign the new call of duty modern warfare season two details have leaked Uh, uh a slew of new details for call of duty modern warfare season two have leaked and the culprit is none other than the official call of duty website Spotted by HeroGamer, the information was quickly removed after being published to Call of Duty's website, uh, but that didn't stop the internet from grabbing every morsel of information, including details on Season 2's Battle Pass. Uh, perhaps the most notable addition of Call of Duty's multiplayer is what appears to be fan-favorite map Rust, the tight uh, spiritual successor to Shipment uh, set in the sand-swept oil rig in Afghanistan. Uh, we catch a glimpse of the map uh, below, blah, blah, blah. Uh, two new guns are coming uh, to the already wide arsenal of weapons, and it looks like the SMG fans will feel most appreciated here. The, the Graf 556 is described as a lightweight maneuverable and full potential, while the Striker 45 is hard-hitting and long-range SMG something that will make those longer sight lines even more treacherous uh, so <laughs> also there's uh new operators including ghost from modern warfare 2 uh, rocking his classic skull uh mask and and uh, a cool new look there too so also <laughs> new blueprints are coming i don't really understand the rest of this language but you do because you've been playing modern warfare how does this how, how do you feel about all this for season two uh
1: it's you know it's it's interesting i i kind of have fell off of it uh recently i haven't played it in a little while because i've actually been playing blackout lately just because i i you know i'm just kind of been in the mood to play uh to play some uh battle royal games so i i've been going to that but um I do plan on going back into this game eventually because I I really do like like uh, modern war the new modern warfare and like I I just love the changes they've made to it and stuff so so yeah I'm you know once once that starts uh, gets closer to the the season two coming out um, I'll probably uh, go back into it quite a bit again so. Yeah, I mean, um, as far as like the the map that they they're adding rust or whatever, um, it's not not exactly my one of my favorite maps. Um, but I've kind of been waiting for Ghost to be to be an operator because I, I like, in my opinion, that's just kind of a given that that it to be expected that. That that would be a character you could play as. But yeah, I'm kind of surprised he. Was it was just right a matter there. of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think. Well, I mean, it makes sense. sense
0: to to save, you know, one of the yeah. coolest characters yeah. in the in modern warfare subgenre or whatever you want to call it. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like Ghost is definitely one of the more memorable characters from. I mm-hmm. I remember Ghost, and I'm not even a big Call of Duty guy, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Ghost is definitely someone that you would save for to get people excited for your for your game, uh, another yes. season of the game. So yeah. Uh, I really have nothing to say. I, I would like to get it, but again, it's that thing of like, well, I really play a lot of it if I buy it, you know, and like I bought blackout, I bought black ops four for blackout, <laughs> you know, and, mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah.
0: which, which was fun, right? Like I, I still yeah. like blackout. I just, uh,
1: yeah. You know, hopefully that's my- the thing. I was gonna say maybe if they if they do eventually get a um, do eventually have a, a a battle royal game like that that would probably be the best time to get it like you know for people who who maybe don't really care as much for the for the Call of Duty you know the regular Call of Duty uh, multiplayer yeah but the thing is is like honestly like that game is worth the money just. For the the campaign, in my opinion, I really loved their campaign in this game.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, I think I think if there's a sale, maybe this summer, and it drops to yeah. like thirty bucks, because you know it will at some point. Uh, yeah, maybe ahead well, of a, yeah it, well even around Christmas. Yeah, even around like a like a new season of the of the multiplayer or whatever. Like I'll I definitely I do want to play the campaign. I just mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to. <laughs> save. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, yep. but you can know, choose wisely.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that's, that's all the news, uh, not really, uh, on the docket, but what do you, th- what do you think about the n- them announcing a new call of duty for this year <laughs> during their fiscal report? I mean, are you surprised?
1: We, no, <laughs> no, but, but, um, because we didn't we didn't talk about this setup, did we? Talk about the um the the port thing on the back of the Xbox. Uh, did we talk about that on Boss Rush. I forget. No, we didn't. About about finding, find, yeah, finding out that 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 now seems to just it seems to be that we might be looking at another like three hundred and sixty type thing where you can buy. By expanse, an expansion of the storage and actually put it in that in the back of it to add to the yeah. to the amount of hard drive you have without losing speed. Yeah, so, a lot of
0: people a lot of people are saying that they might they like that slot kind of like and now that it's come out that it might be memory expansion. A lot of people are saying that like it looks like a hard drive that really expensive cameras use and they look like yeah. big long strips like that. So, yeah. Um, you
1: just kind of shove in and like,
0: push yeah. it into it. That makes me worried, though, that like these things need to launch with like a two terabyte hard drive, at least. And like, I know it's going to yeah. be I know it's going to be one terabyte and they're
1: going to expect you to buy a memory expansion. That's I, I, I'm still really torn on this because I I'm more in the thought that I think it's going to it's not going to come with any less than two. Like, because, like, the thing is, is, like, we've already seen that, that the, you know, these games with their, their new, um, you know, with the enhancements and stuff are, get to be pretty big. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there, there is also the talk about them trying to play around with the idea of having, like, multiplayer and campaign stuff for games be, be, uh, separate files that you can, you know, choose to download if you want to, but you don't have to, yeah. um, you know, there's, I think that goes along with, you know, with the Microsoft originally talking about uh, working on ways to figure out how to download games so you can play it before it's all downloaded, where, you know, like, whether it be, you know, each each chapter of a game kind of is an individual file in some way, where individually it can play without the rest of the the, uh, chapters, and you can just play that while you're waiting for the next one to download. Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, You know, like, I could see, like, because, like, what if they did, like, where you download the first chapter of the game, you play it, and then you don't need that chapter anymore. You can delete it. And you can play the next one, just like you would do with, like, a TV show. Like, when you download a TV show from Netflix, you watch, like, one or two episodes. You download them to your phone, but after you're done, you can delete them and and watch the next two episodes. Yeah. You know, like, like, there's ways they could do it like that, too, that definitely for a single-player game would, I think, would be a very useful way of doing that, you know? Yeah. So because i think if you you paired something like that with with the idea of having at least two terabytes in the console i think that would be much more reasonable so
0: yeah no yeah (laughs) yeah uh but that's that's all the news we have uh this is where we usually go into questions if we have any but obviously this is our first episode back we're not gonna have any? I did. I did put out a thing on social media feeds, but it was probably a little late, and people didn't really respond. So uh, yeah. maybe next week we'll have some uh, have some questions for you. But we're gonna kind of talk about what we kind of want Arsenal X to be a little bit. I know we did a little bit at the top of the show, but uh, I know Jesse, you've talked about maybe hosting the show at some point, and and yeah, you know, I would like it to go that. Way at some point, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because because I do like that. I do like the idea of each one of us hosting one of the sh- major shows on our on our network, and and like each each of us will give it its own personality, you know, and its own mm-hmm. kind of uh, vibe and stuff. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it's. I'm I'm glad we're bringing the show back. I do enjoy talking about yeah. Xbox, and I do kind of want to to. To do the show right, you know, I know, kind of at the end of the original run, we kind of, you know, you and Ed were doing stuff, and then Ed had, you know, did solo shows, or I did a show with Ed because you were busy. Like we, we mm-hmm. kind of didn't really give the the end of the first run of the show its its proper due. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, I think I think now that we kind of have a rhythm going, and, and this show is is back and. We have an idea of what we want it to be. It's it's going to be what what we think it should be. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you what do you expect from the show? What do you want it to be? What do you want to do with it? Like you know what I mean? Like what? How are it, we going to approach it? You know?
1: Honestly, I just kind of like I you know like I feel like it. You know, sim very similar to the way that you guys do pow block, where you just kind of really have good discussions about that console and you know for the most part and just kind of focus just on that console and you know why why we love it so much you know that's kind of kind of what you know i enjoyed about this you know the show from the beginning is just you know i love talking about xbox like it's my main you know my main console and and you know, I've had one since, like I joke, I've had an Xbox or a, or a Microsoft console since uh, the the Dreamcast came out. Yeah, so, like you know, like like I I I've said it a million times. I look at the Dreamcast as the pre Xbox. Yeah, and um and then you know the regular Xbox, the original Xbox came out, and you know, and that that thing was just filled with wonders and. Just things that were really changing, you know how how you do gaming. A lot of it mm-hmm. because of modding, <laughs> modding well, making uh, consoles interesting. You know, making it uh, you know, like the original Xbox was very easy to mod, though. Yeah, to be fair. well, that's well, that's <laughs> the thing, and it was just it was such such a, you know, like be it be it illegal or whatever you you know however you want to look at it. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't technically illegal to copy games onto it if you actually own the game. But just the just the idea that you could literally, by just modding something in it, like you could just copy a, a game directly off of the disc onto the hard drive and then not need the disc anymore. Yeah, like, you don't have any games, So right. technically, the Xbox was able to to do digital versions of games before. Yeah, for every all the other consoles.
0: My friend my friend had an Xbox and he modded it and like not only did he every time we went to like Blockbuster or something to rent a yep. game, he would just copy it onto the Xbox, but like Movie. he also he also had like you know uh uh an NES and, and he Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis emulator on there like and we yep. would just play all those games too on there <laughs> and it was let me tell you, you have not lived until you play Super Mario Three with a Duke controller. It's so <laughs> bad, dude, it's so bad
1: yeah oh. yeah that yeah i was I was like one of the only people that that I you know played you know of my friends and stuff that had an Xbox or played Xbox. I was the only person that ever really didn't mind the Duke just because my hands are bigger. Yeah. So I just for the sake of because I had a lot of friends coming over and stuff to play, play games, and we didn't want to have to fight over who what who gets what controller. I did eventually end up trading it and and getting you know the, the yeah. the uh, slim ones uh, that they eventually came out with. Mm-hmm. that would you know later on go to kind of still be the standard kind of design that they've been improving upon you know since then yeah um but but yeah i i didn't mind it i i still one of these days i might still get one of those new new versions of the duke's just because to have it but yeah. um but yeah it, it yeah, that it just when that that Xbox, I mean, like that like uh mostly around like, you know, I have a lot of friends that have kind of been really tech and computer nerds and like that that console was like the the holy grail to them, you know, to people who love to to fuss around with computers and modding and all that stuff. Like that like that console was like above everything else in their eyes you know yeah so so it was it was a it was a really fun time you know and and you know that's just it like with the xboxes just i've had some really really fun and and uh great memories uh through through microsoft's xbox uh franchise that that it only uh, makes sense that we do a show like this for me. Like I, I just love talking about Xbox and yeah, a lot and, of a lot of great stories. <laughs> yeah, and and you know we
0: we know a lot of people that love the Xbox, right? Like like Ray will yep. Ray will be on, I'm sure. And and Antonio, I know, has expressed interest in coming on, and and Luke, mm-hmm. and and from from uh, Xbox Expansion Pass, and you know we we've got a lot of people who have shown, showed interest in, in coming on too. So I, I, I appreciate people, you know, at least reaching out and, and, you know, even like, mm-hmm. even people like, you know, Sean Capri who does the Xbox drive and, and a couple other things. So, uh, I want to treat this like, you know, Ed and I have talked about power block about how we like it because we, we love Nintendo and, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been our show since 2016, right? Like we've been doing that yeah. show since uh, since then, and and we've had guests and we've done stuff, but we we kind of like that show when it's just us. Whereas, like I kind of view this show as like I want to build a community around it. I want to build a a a a rotating kind of guest list for it. You know, kind of like. Mm-hmm bring people in and you know i've talked to ed about that too with power and having guests on that show too right like i i do want to get mm-hmm. people on that show at some point because i think overall guests just help with growth and help you expand and
1: reach new people
0: yeah. and get different voices and different ideas
1: on there and yeah whatnot. it, it but, keeps it fresh yeah. you know like that's the thing is it's you know like people obviously a lot of our listeners you know that we love dearly like uh you know, like hearing, hearing us. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, we've seen with having lots of guests and stuff on things, you know, like they're, they're really enjoying, it seemed to be enjoying having these different people come on and kind of keep it fresh and new. And, Uh and, you know, and, and I'm definitely all for that because it's always, it's always great to have, uh, uh, other opinions, even if you don't, you know, agree with them, but that that's what makes this interesting, yeah. and we can have good conversations that way.
0: Yeah, and yeah. plus, you know, we've kind of we've met a lot of people through you know us streaming on Mixer and stuff too, right? Where mm-hmm. like I know, I know Ray streams on on Twitch, but like you know, you and me stream on on Mixer, and and you yeah. know, meeting you know a ton of people that way, and having people, you know, I know a lot of people thought when when zombie was on boss rush like they loved that episode you know or yeah it was a great episode you know (laughs) i think i just i just think you know we could make this show a little bit more unique in doing that making it different from pow block that way and uh yeah see see what happens i'm excited for this i i think this run is going to be better than the first run just because we are in such a different place uh Mm -hmm. no i can't speak for you i know i am but uh (laughs) It's, uh, it's, it's going to be something, something else, especially with, uh, new consoles coming and, 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 you know, a bunch of different shows coming up and, and, uh, doing cool stuff with inside Xbox and, you know, maybe we can do, you know, with power block, we do the direct recap show. Maybe we can do like inside inside Xbox or something, (laughs) something like that, you know, like, uh, out, out, out,
1: outside, inside,
0: Xbox. <laughs> <That's
1: kind> of... <laughs> yeah, because uh... <laughs> we're not in. We're not really, you know, it's, it's fair. We're not really in it technically. We're we're looking from the outside. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's, that's fair. So,
0: uh, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm. I mm-hmm. thought this was a pretty good uh a relaunch of the show. I, mm-hmm. uh, I. Was was checking our mixer and our Twitch uh, Twitch people people popping in and out. I appreciate that. I I didn't real like again. I didn't really do a lot of uh, social stuff for <laughs> for this episode, but we will. I just yeah got behind, and my wife and I did a bunch of stuff today and with with Riley and, and everything. So uh, yeah, but yeah, Arsenal X has officially returned. Eighty one mm-hmm. in the books. So you know what's <laughs> crazy. Did you? Uh, Boss Rush is going to hit episode fifty. Power Block going to yeah. hit two hundred, and this is going to hit one hundred, all in the same week if we don't miss a week. So nice, yeah. <laughs> so that's. Nice. I don't know how that happened that way, but it happened. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's destined. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, remember, you can catch. Arsenal X Live on Boss Rush Games Live on Mixer and Twitch every Sunday night, along with some streams and stuff afterwards. Uh, you can also find it on your podcast feed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts on Wednesdays, as well as YouTube and BossRushGames.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Boss underscore Rush underscore Games and uh, check out all of our content on bossrushgames.com
1: jesse where can we find you you can find me almost everywhere is phantom on excess and uh again i kind of mentioned this on boss rush um if, especially on xbox if you're adding me uh just shoot me a message uh let me know hey i you know i listened to the show i'm adding you from there and that you know that gives me a chance to kind of know you know who's who's uh you know, someone that, that I would like to give the attention to and who's just a bot, you know, because there's a lot of spamming bots and things with with Xbox and, and really a lot of things. So, it you know, I I want to, uh, you know, give you the attention and things like that, you know, and give you a follow. Um, so it, it just makes it easier for me, you know, and that kind of goes for all of us as well. So,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can now find me. I fix, uh, MC fixer said something to me the last, when he was on boss rush, you know, kind of <laughs> making everything kind of match and everything. So I've been working on that. You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Corey and HD, and you can find me on mixer at Corey and HD. So, uh, follow me there again. Like Jesse said, if you are adding me on something, uh, send us a message so we know that you're not a bot. And, you know, if you're a fan of the show, you know, just, you know, let us know. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think, I think that's it. So, uh, thank you everybody for joining us on Mixer and Twitch. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, and if you're listening to us on Wednesday, leave us a nice review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And, uh, until next week, we love you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. We're gonna we we're gonna throw, throw up, up the X. One more time. Because we're, <laughs> we're exiting out of here, is that what it used to say? Yeah.
1: Remember. Yeah, because we're exiting. <laughs> I think that's
0: what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh see oh, you guys bye. next week. Goodbye. Hey, oh.